I want all that old fashioned bullshit to fucking stop. And I want builders and tradies to run great businesses where clients get a great product, a great relationship, and the industry powers on. G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of Level Up. We are back in the shed and I tell you what, it is getting friggin' hot in here <laughs> now that it's summertime, but um, we're going to do something a little bit different for this podcast. Um, this is basically an end of year wrap up, so um, Shay's actually taking the time to put a few questions together, um, so I'm just going to read through those and, and give you some answers um, to cover off on what's going on this year, what's happened and, and where we're at now, so um Hope everyone's had a really good year and uh, finishing it off well. And um, yeah, look, I know if you're anything like myself, I am fucking looking forward to a break. It's uh, it's definitely been a, a hectic year, that's for sure. Um, so the first one is, um, how do you think this year has played out with everything that has happened in the industry? Um, look, to be honest, I, I actually think it played out a bit better than what I was expecting. Um Going into this year, there was like I honestly thought there was there was going to be hundreds and hundreds of builders um, closing down, uh, going bankrupt, and all that sort of stuff um, because of the challenging times, all the the fixed price contracts, all the price increases. Um, and look, I know there's been a lot of stuff in the media. We've heard about a lot, quite a few big companies going under. Um, it's been a lot of um, depression, anxiety spoken about in the industry this year. And I know for a fact, um, I, I don't think the, the numbers really actually reflect um, what's truly gone on because um, the numbers aren't saying there's anywhere near the builders that have um, shut down as what really has. And I think that's because the numbers don't tell the true story. Um, the numbers only go on builders that have actually gone into receivership but and they, they don't take into account the the hundreds of builders that have either decided to take a break from the industry because of the situation that have, um, like I know personal stories of builders that have had to sell their family homes to pay their debts off and have um, taken it upon themselves to close their business down and go and work for other builders. So I think it depends how you look at it. I, I think it overall it probably played out a little bit better than what um, people expected. But yeah, I, I it's really hard to say because as I said, I, I don't think the numbers are actually a true reflection of what's really gone on. Um, and I know that from the hundreds of builders that we talk to and that contact us now. So um, I think it's just, it's going to continue to to be a difficult year next year. I, I, think, um, I think the price increases have definitely slowed down, but... Um, yeah, building-wise, I, I think with rising interest rates um, and all those types of things, I, I do think next year is going to continue to be a challenge. So it's it's super, super important to change your mindset, focus on solutions, put time, energy and money into your business and yourself and um, just come up with systems and processes to deal with everything that's going on so that you don't get snowed under and caught up with all the the shit talk that's going on in the media at the moment and as i always say like it's, it's really up to every individual to run your own race um come up with your own solutions and and stay ahead of the game and i think if you do that you're, you're going to be sweet um next question is um looking into the crystal ball what future do you see the building and construction 
what's what future do you see for the building and construction industry um uh, look i don't know how much to stir things up with this i i actually see a really really bright future for the um residential building industry um even more so for people that put are willing to put some time energy effort into themselves um with everything amelia and i are doing for live life build we're, we're getting away from the normal um i we don't call ourselves an association but i am yeah i don't take any notice of really what's happening in the industry we run our own race we're creating our own course we're creating a new industry we're creating systems and processes that are completely flipping the way that builders work on its head and and really creating um extremely passionate powerful builders that are taking control that are earning what they should be earning that are educating their clients, that are having successful projects, that are building incredible relationships, that are collaborating, they're, they're, they're really educating everybody around them. And I actually feel that the old-fashioned industry, um, the associations, um, the builders that are um, relying on those associations, the builders that aren't changing their mindset, the builders that are just sticking their head in the sand, you, you're really going to get left behind and and it will continue to be a battle. If you don't put in time, energy, and effort, our industry is never going to get any easier. It's not going to get any better, and it's really up to builders and tradies to take responsibility for um, for our businesses, for what we do, and, yeah, create a difference for ourselves. So, And, it, and it's the proof's in the pudding. Like, I know my business, I know uh, our members in Live Life Build, like anyone that puts in the time, energy, and effort is even this year how difficult it's been is having a huge amount of success so um yeah it's it's take um it took me a long time to do this i used to get so frustrated and think like i'd try and do things differently and then i think oh fuck it like how how what difference am i going to make on one person but if you're stuck in that mentality like i was you you're never going to have change the industry is never going to change so um yeah, it's really up to us as builders, as tradies to band together and really create this new industry, create this new path and fuck off all the old-fashioned ways and shit that the industry has dealt with for so long. And uh, if you do that, I think you'll be very successful. All right, so the next question is, um, what are the tough questions that industry needs to ask and act on? Good question, mate. Um, I, I've changed my opinion a, a lot on this um, because, like, I truly believe that to be a builder, it needs to be more difficult. Once you get your builder's license, there needs to be more, more in place for you to keep your builder's license. And I think to myself, if I went back to when I was starting out and trying to get my builder's license, if it was any harder than it was, I there's a good chance I may not have got it and may have stayed a carpenter. But I think there needs to be a lot. Well, I don't think, I, I know. There needs to be a lot more education. Um, and I think where I'm coming from with this is builders need to stop being called builders because building is only a very small part of what builders do. Um, building is what happens on site. 
and we build, we do renovations, we build new homes, we build buildings, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But when you call yourself a builder, it really limits uh, your mindset. It limits how you think about yourself. It limits how you talk about yourself. It limits how you answer questions when people ask what you do and how you do it. Um, and to create a new building industry, we need to change the way builders feel and think about themselves and we need to change the way the industry feels and thinks about builders because as we know from all the systems and processes we've developed to run a successful, sustainable and profitable building business, the building part of it is actually only 20%. So 20% of the tasks it takes to run a successful, sustainable and profitable building business are actually in part of the building The other 80% is all the professional side of things, the administration, the contracts, the the accounting, the inquiry, the marketing, all that other stuff. And if you continue to think of yourself as a builder, if the industry continues to just call builders builders, um, yeah, I I think it's going to be a lot harder um, road ahead. So my big thing is... um, changing it so builders are recognized as professionals they get treated as professionals we act as professionals so for me that question like that is a question what is a builder i think um we need to put some thought around that and yeah we need to act on the outcome because it it may i know it made a huge difference to myself when i started um well, I stopped thinking of myself as just a builder. I'm a professional. I'm a businessman. Um, I run a business. I'm not just a builder. Um, mate, good, bloody hard hard questions here. We're digging deep. Uh, all right, so next question is, um, what has been my biggest success this year? And it, it's it's actually a hard one because I, I think we've, as um as worn out as I am coming into Christmas, I think we've nailed it this year. The um, my team, my like everyone, everyone has put in so much effort, and um, I'm super, super proud of everyone that um, my admin team, my wife in the office, Shay behind the cameras, Sharon, Todd, my supervisor, all my guys on site, um, Brad, Tim. Uh, Josh, Nick, um, three Toms. <laughs> uh, got lots of T's in our in our business. Um, yeah, the couple of guys are left. Dallas. Jeez, um, oh, I've gone blank trying to um, trying to think of them all. But uh, Seb. Um, anyway, if you're listening, guys, you, you all know who you are. You, you've put in an incredible effort this year, and I think that's a that's a huge success for me um, personally. I've, I've I've definitely slackened off on uh, the exercise and the fitness and that type of thing, but I've never put so much time, energy, and money uh, into my self as I have this year. The the amount of uh, education I've done, courses I've done, mentoring I've done. Um, so yeah, personal development. I, I think for me that's been my biggest success this year. And again, it's it's one of those things. It's it can get sometimes like uh, a bit overwhelming. There's a lot going on. Uh, just being like running a building business, um, and you can slacken off. But 
like honestly i get a lot of the time i put into myself is time that a lot of people waste it's when i'm driving from meeting to meeting like this we've had that job job up at moffat beach so like each way is nearly an hour and a half um i take advantage of every single minute i get in the car and i just smash out the audible um i've bought a lot of online courses this year which i've been able to listen to while i've been driving um so yeah and and it's just incredible like I just I keep getting more and more addicted to it. The more that I learn, the more that I develop, the more that I improve myself, my mindset, everything around me just continues to change. My business changed, my relationship with my wife changes, with my kids, with my with friends, with uh guys at work. It's it's um and it just makes me addicted to want to keep improving more and more so that I can keep helping more people, I can keep um yeah, just keep growing. Um, next one on, on from that is what's been my biggest failure? Um, we'll be back after a quick break. If you're in the market for some top quality meat, then check out Farmer to Fridge and help local farmers in your area get a fair price on their produce while stocking your freezer with the best cuts you can buy. Farmer to Fridge is an online marketplace directly connecting local farmers with local consumers for all your favourite cuts of beef, lamb, chicken and pork. So Google the words halfacow.farmer and jump on the website to order your meat now. Actually, I'm not like we, I'm not sure to be honest. We, um, off the top of my head, I, I think there's probably a couple I can't just nail it down to one but um actually well the biggest failure is definitely the last three to four months of this year I've really dropped the ball when it comes to uh family time and like personal time for myself um exercising and and that sort of thing and um I fell back into a few old habits of just yeah saying that I'm too busy um and I let I let um yeah I wasn't prioritizing my time so yeah my biggest failure would be that I've probably dropped the ball especially with Camille and my girls um yeah haven't haven't done any date nights lately um we've still done things as a family and and Camille and I've done some things but I, I know um I know I could have done better um yeah for Camille and my girls um i guess just to extend on that a little bit we i do have a failure which um we've done two jobs this year for um clients which i i broke out i broke my own rules um and it it did it's come back to bite us we um we didn't make any money on one of the jobs um well we we covered all our costs but we yeah we definitely didn't make profit out of it um one of the jobs was was extremely challenging for the entire team not just myself and yeah actually it's probably it's probably yeah i probably have regretted it a little bit and when i look back like even going into those jobs i had conversations with the team like I knew and they knew we were breaking our rules. Um, for me, I think 
yeah, I was probably a bit stubborn and I, I almost saw it as a challenge to to see all how far we'd come with all their systems and processes. And I guess one side of it is we can be incredibly proud because of all our systems and processes, the jobs were still a success. Like I think back to how we used to run the business um, ten year, or five to 10 years ago, and man, it would have been a completely different shit show had we taken on these two jobs. Um, when I say I regret taking them on, we, the job still ran well. We still got great quality. Um, one job we was was very profitable. Um, one job wasn't, but there was just an unbelievable amount of administration work, which we knew from the beginning. Um, but look, even though I do regret it a little bit, it's it's made us grow and be even better and bigger and stronger. We've we've learned a lot of lessons. We did learn that we have improved incredibly and we handled every situation so well. Um, we understood our contracts. We executed our contracts. Um, yeah, it was really probably just some personal things that um, that made those jobs difficult. But, um, yeah, my number one failure would be I'd, I just haven't got enough time or didn't make enough time for Camille and the girls. Um, all right, next one is... Uh, what have I learnt about starting a podcast? So, <laughs> I've learned a fucking shitload, to be honest. Um, the podcast has been amazing. I, I'm blown away by the support. I'm blown away by um, how many downloads and views and all that that we've had. Um, Shay's doing an incredible job. Um, I definitely didn't understand the amount of behind the scenes work like every podcast we record it's not just a recording it's bloody it's finding guests it's responding to guests it's locking them in it's it's um it's recording it it's all the editing of it it's the posting of it there's there's a shitload um, of work that goes into each and every podcast um for me personally i think the podcast has been um, fantastic it's allowed me to tell um, a lot of my experiences my stories um, but it's also I feel like um, we've got to like we got to a point so quickly where it's like we're giving people permission to tell their story and people are listening to our podcast now and um, and asking if they can come on and they can tell their story and like that's something more powerful than I actually ever thought the podcast would become and the feedback we get from those stories. But probably the most important or the most valuable thing that's come out of the podcast is after each podcast we do, the guests that we've had on, either we talk after the podcast, after we've done the recording or they send me an email or they call me the next day on the phone and it's like, oh, holy fuck, mate, like, I, I'm so glad I come on. Like I can't believe how much better I feel after having that conversation with you and and the things that we're able to discuss. If if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you'll know that like there's some pretty vulnerable vulnerable times during our podcast, um, and people start talking about things that they may have never spoken about before or they haven't felt comfortable about before. And 
I just feel so grateful that we've um, we're giving them a platform to be able to tell their stories and telling their stories is is helping more more guys and girls like all you guys that are listening um, understand that you're not the only one in the industry that's dealing with things as we're all dealing with stuff and for me that's been a, a really really powerful part and a big driver just to keep doing these podcasts and, and making them bigger and better um all right we're nearly done so uh the next one uh do you feel the industry is watching and is starting to head in the right direction uh definitely know the industry is watching um we're getting all sorts of offers now um for all different types of things where like i said we're we're getting a lot of people reach out that want to come on the podcast um we're getting a lot of companies that are either releasing new products or talking about things that they want to do to improve the industry and they want to use um, the Level Up podcast as a platform to, to get it out to people. Um, yeah, so people are, people are definitely listening. People are definitely taking notice and it's quite funny now. Um, probably one thing that makes me really, um, really proud is if I'm at an event or I'm, I'm somewhere and talking um or even just minding my own business it, it's like quite regularly someone will come up to me and shake my hand and just say mate keep doing what you're doing it's fucking fantastic our industry needs it so yeah as long as i keep getting that i'm going to keep doing what i'm doing um because i fucking love it um all right next one what's one podcast where you learn a heap of things you didn't know Holy shit! Um, there's been multiple podcasts this year. Um, uh, one with uh, Peter Town Planner. Um, that was that was huge. Um, the des- all the design interior designers and and building designs we've had on. I've I've learnt more by talking to them about design. Um, oh man, what's what's the one? Um, um, look, if I, if I have to be honest and pick one. I'd probably say the the second podcast I did with Justin Andrews, um, he got pretty deep in that podcast as he, he's been through a hell of a lot in the last the twelve months prior to that podcast and um, yeah, just listening to him talk and about his breath work that he's doing now, it's yeah, it's really encouraged me to to do more uh, breath work and and learn more about that sort of thing. So um, I, I learn something from every single guest that comes on the podcast now, and I. I think that's something very valuable that I've learned to do. Like it doesn't matter what I think, what my opinions are, what my views are, uh, what I've read, what I've heard, what I've listened to anywhere else. Um, being open-minded enough to listen to other people, take their opinions, their values, their feelings, all that on board and just think, think it through because it takes a lot of different people to make this world go round. And if you're stubborn enough to be stuck in ways and stuck in a mindset that, you don't look at it from other people's values and opinions and yeah it's 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 a pretty shit way to live i've i've learnt um all right so the last one to uh wrap us up is what are the key points you hope the audience has got out of the podcast all right this one could actually take me all day to wrap up but i'll keep it short um look i'm on a mission to create a new residential building industry I want every builder to be sustainable, successful, and profitable. I want builders to realize that they're professionals, they're running businesses, they are far more than just a builder. I want tradies 
to realize that they're far more than tradies. I want them to run them to run successful businesses as well. Um, and the last part of all that is I want clients to have incredible experiences. I want builders and tradies to run businesses where they educate people and their clients, the people they collaborate with, other professionals, um, suppliers, contractors, all that type of stuff. So ultimately the client gets good value for money they get a, a great product that is built properly. I want builders to educate themselves so that every product they're installing, every building or renovation they're doing is done to the absolute best quality that it can be. I want price to be taken out of their question because the, there's a race to the bottom in this industry and that is not helping anyone. It's, it's, it's creating so much depression and anxiety in this industry. Um, clients are getting houses that, are built very poorly and not up to standard um, because builders think that they can't charge enough to do it the correct way. They try and cut corners through the job to, to actually try and make some profit out of jobs. I want all that old-fashioned bullshit to fucking stop and I want builders and tradies to run great businesses where clients get a great product, a great relationship and the industry powers on and people get to build dream homes. That's my goal. All right, guys, so that was the last question. Um, look, Merry Christmas. Have an awesome holiday. Uh, have a happy new year. Be safe. Don't do anything silly. Um, but look, if you're listening to this podcast anytime, um, I hope you've got a lot of value out of it. I hope you enjoy uh, the content that we're putting out there. And look, as usual, no questions, a silly question. If there's anything at all, whether you're a builder, a tradie, a contractor, a supplier, um, a homeowner thing about building or renovating, if there's something you want to know about the industry, um, shoot us a line. Um, I'll answer it the best I can or even better. If you want to sit in the seat beside me and do a podcast with me, shout out because we are always welcoming um, new guests to tell their story on this podcast. So, guys, um, yeah, I really appreciate the support and, uh, yeah, look forward to um, doing more podcasts in the new year. Everything discussed during the Level Up podcast with me, Dwayne Pierce, is based solely on my own personal experiences and those experiences of my guests. The information, opinions and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. We recommend that you obtain your own professional advice in respect to the topics discussed during this podcast.